Derek, so, so Derek, what you're saying is... That's right. If you die in the podcast, you die for real. <laughs> the horror movie night podcast this is episode 148 stay alive that's right we are back we are back with another episode of the number one horror movie podcast on the geekscape.net work i'm your illustrious host shane o'hare and i'm joined with my spooky companions Derek cranevelt where's matt kelly and miss courtney dossett where the c stands for calipigus hi how are you doing so um, this week, uh, just like if this is your first episode, um, every week we sit down and we can deconstruct a horror movie uh, from lore, um, as we do every week on this show. And um, this week we went into the video game classic from 2006, Stay Alive. Um, this was this was this was an amazing film. This was absolutely an amazing film. Um, I, I remember uh, here. I'll just read the plot real quick. Um, Loomis Crowley is testing the underground game Stay Alive with his friends Sarah and Rex. When the game is over, when the game is over, Loomis finds Rex and Sarah dead in the room as he is pushed by a shadow from the staircase, breaking the banister and hanging the same way he died in the game. Loomis's sister Emma gives his game to his best friend Hutch. They and his friends Miller, Phineas, and his sister October, which is the best name for a character in the movie October, um, Swink and Abigail play the game together. When Miller and Phineas die the same way they died in the game, the survivors disclose that the game is based on the, the life of the evil Countess Elizabeth Bathroy. She was buried alive in the tower of her real of her of her real state. But the, after the death, of, wait, in the tower of her real state. Oh, this is just written poorly. Uh, written I don't think poorly. that's an official synopsis whatsoever. No, no. but also uh, these character names are fucking ridiculous. Dude, the okay, worst. Like I, I, I thought it was. Like, was it just some? Like, was it just some like exec that's like, this is what gamers would be named. Loomis. This is what they would call themselves. Yeah, Loomis, Hutch, Hutch, Phineas, Phineas, um, Finn. um, I actually, in my notes, I wrote, "Who names their kid October?" (laughs) The same person (laughs) that names their kid Loomis, or or no, Phineas, Phineas. They were brother and sister. Yeah. So, I, and, then I, and then my next page, who named these fucking characters? So, so I knew we were in for a treat right when the, like, company logos came up because it was, like, all glitchy and stuff. And I yeah. was like, oh, this, like, yeah, I could just, cut, like, even if I didn't know anything about this movie, I would know it's about computers because that text is glitching out. And that oh. is how they're conveying that <laughs> that it's going to be a, a digital film. Yeah. The um, I love that it was it was End Game Entertainment presents a Stay Alive production. Oh yeah, Stay Alive. Pro- <laughs> yes. Like I was like, oh wow, they were like they were gonna try to go th- go places with this franchise. Yeah, it was gonna be Stay Alive Two, Stay Aliver. 
um, twice as alive. I'm alive and amplified. Um, oh, this is a Disney slasher film. Yeah, this yeah. is that explains yes, it's Disney's, so It's like Disney's much. only uh, slasher, film. slasher film. Yeah, and so. it, interestingly enough, <laughs> interestingly, <laughs> as in, interestingly enough, as interesting as this film was, Elizabeth Bathley is actually a real person. Yeah, she's a, a Hungarian. No, I actually knew this story. She's a Hungarian noblewoman from the 15th century who was rumored to sacrifice young virgins from the village and bathe in their blood to yeah, she, retain her youth. She's been labeled by Guinness World Records as the most prolific female murderer, uh, although the precise number of her victims is debated. Wow. Um, a little bit of a different character in the movie because it's based out of New Orleans, and also she's a video game character. So, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like, like aside from a couple of liberties there, I think it was pretty accurate. Yeah. I was looking at like the picture, and I was like, "That's not fucking 15th century." And I got really upset about it, and then like some of the things that they were doing to like keep the ghost away were complete bullshit, and I couldn't find like any like lore basis on it at all, like that rose thing. Well, that was like that was part of the game, Courtney. That was part of the game, but like they're like, oh yeah, of course you have to have a rose to keep ghosts away, and I was like, from fucking when? From fucking where? It's, I've never heard of that. Um, video games aren't real, Courtney. Okay, <laughs> except for in this movie when they very <laughs> are very much movie real. When you die from them. This so. was the sickest shit since Fatal Frame, Courtney. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna say like I was watching this and I was like, wow, I remember games looking better. Okay, so. I w- so my <laughs> on. one of my first notes. You hold on. <laughs> You hold on, Shane. Wait a minute. So my first notes were glitchy opening text, so I knew it was a movie about computers. Five seconds in, Courtney quits. And, <laughs> and then I noted, God, this game has hor- horrible graphics. Wait, now the graphics are great. Was PT based on this shit? Wait, now they're terrible again. Also, this game has no HUD. What is the fucking goal? Right? The, 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 the best part about this is that this movie came out in 2006. The show reboot ended in 2002 and it looked better than this <laughs> there was there was moments though where i was like wow i wish video games today could look like this because it was like like a couple of the scenes in the house it just seemed like they were using actual film footage and i was like this isn't part of the video game yeah so um the the movie opens up on this like resident evil one looking mansion as this like big swoop in there's no other like art architecture or real estate around just this little like plot but you zoom in and there's um there's a character walking through the the mansion and he finds like some people like hung up in a bedroom and then he gets killed and then whoops turns out it was just a video game and and you meet you meet the character of loomis who then? Um, who's fucking like Milo Ventimiglia? Who's like a huge actor now? He's the dad from This Is Us. He was Peter Petrelli in Heroes, and he's in this movie for like ten minutes. Yeah, and yeah. also he's like on speed the whole time or something. That kid, man talked. No, he's a so gamer. Like that is what. Fast. Have you never met a gamer before? Yeah, you're, this, you're, this was a very realistic film. <laughs> the, the, oh no! The first thing I noticed when I switched to his room was that there was a like a very like well placed can or a bottle of balls do you remember balls <laughs> with yeah. guarana or whatever yeah. you pronounce yeah. it yeah yeah so there was there were some balls there um so he um so loomis gets a little bit spooked out and calls um our um protagonist hutch and says hey man you gonna come out and play this sick ass game i got it's the sickest shit since fatal frame and i was like yo okay are, is it just gonna be like reference the movie 
Yeah, like, it, it was very like as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, so somebody wrote a script and then they hired a guy for a day and was like, insert some video game references into here so that like it, it feels like we know what we're talking about. Yeah, and then that happened several more times throughout the, throughout the film. <laughs> I I loved um the I had a little counter. There was a a like a stock canned uh, sound effect of a scream, just like a ah! and it was used oh, five God. times in the first scene. <laughs> Like five times Ooh. in the first scene, um, and it got Courtney every time. Yeah. I can't. I I'm not gonna lie. I turned the volume way the fuck down. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. She actually just she she turned the sound off and just watched it with subtitles. Yeah, no, probably, I that, wish that would have been better. Better acting. <laughs> better acting. <laughs> um, she uh, the um the the weird f. Whenever you're doing like like FPS moments in a video game, like in Doom, remember Doom when they had the FPS scene? It's always super like unrealistic because the the when you're playing a first person shooter you're not constantly moving the camera around you like mm-hmm. turn the screen to your target and then look with your eyes this this like th- whoever like like sh- blocked this and shot this and like was the dp for this scene was like all right so make the camera sweep up there and sweep over there and you're not doing these like big sweeping shots that's that's what that like bugged me and it reminded me of the opening sequence from are you afraid of the dark do you remember that? Like that? I can love. Are you afraid no, of the dark? I never yeah. watched anything scary growing up. Yeah, yeah but the, sh- the show itself is not scary. It's like only the intro video is scary. It's, yeah, it's very scary. And funny. then the show itself is like, like this is not related whatsoever to the intro that I just watched. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> they actually. Okay. They, I'm already like I'm creeped out right now talking about this stupid movie that wasn't that scary. I'm like all like there was. Russian. There was a there was a reoccurring like spooky sound effect that was like this. Oh, it was like a controller vibrating. It oh, sounded yeah. like like it was like if you left your controller on the table and it was trying to like you're like oh shit something's happening in the game I better check out my game. It, it was the most jarring, uncomfortable, and like maybe that's a credit to the the people who designed the sound in this film. But it was like 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 a broken. You know those like you know those ghosts that you hang from the ceiling that just go. <laughs> No, it sounded I, like it sounded like one of those that fell onto a tile floor. Courtney doesn't know what you're talking about because she locks herself in her room at Halloween. Because I hate I hate being scared. I hate being. Scared. Who hurt you? Um, I Count actually almost, I actually peed my pants. It's my favorite one time cereal. You a, peed your pants one time, in a and now you're afraid house, of Halloween. In a haunted house. Grow up. I, I like <laughs> cried, passed out, peed my pants, and had to be escorted out. It nice. was not good. Can you can you mic up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. She's um, she's too afraid. So I'm so uncomfortable right so now. So Loomis Loomis calls his friend Hutch, and he's like, "Man, this game is dope. You should come. You should come play it." And Hutch is like, "Nah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not driving out to you. I'm gonna stay here." Um, and so Loomis decides to walk. And that was the a house. grave mistake. Yeah, ooh, ooh. or maybe he, a good mistake because cause. <laughs> so he hears. So Loomis starts hearing like this banging, like a like a big like horror movie, like thud thud and he's like uh, oh the, the ghost from the game is here and he like barges into a room which apparently was his roommate's room which is or something why didn't he knock first of yeah, all first off one that's okay two his roommate and his roommate's girlfriend are are banging or having sex that's the banging noise but the roommate was wearing a fucking pig mask right and, like, and then just and then like just like pulled normal. it off without explaining it yeah yeah, that that's was compl- the part I don't understand. And like he's like the roommate is like 
inside of his girlfriend and they're having a conversation with with loomis and he just fucking like he like he he's not like oh shit sorry like he just kind of stands there yeah hey dad want to play this game he's like yeah do you want to go play some game he's like nah i'm 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 porking hence the mask apparently and he's like okay so he i have a big note like pig mask is normal like pig masks normal that's i wrote are we gonna ignore my man in the pig mask yeah so then, uh, uh, much after you do see in your roommate uh, mid-coitus, you gotta go get a glass of vitamin vitamin D, some delicious uh, milk. No, but and- he went to bed first, and he was having creepy dreams, but the dreams had oh. video game graphics. Oh, that's, that's Is that right. What happened? I thought that's he started right. playing again. I wasn't really sure. No, because he had already died, and that's when he stopped playing, and uh, that's when he started being creeped out. But then he yeah. was like, "Oh shit, it's nothing. I'll just go to bed." But now I'm gonna have nightmares, video game nightmares. <laughs> video game dreams before like but did I've they have like ps2 graphics or like was it no, real like, i've dreamed like i was playing wow but i was my wow character okay and like the interface was there and everything and like but I were you like quested. on ultra or were you on like low no it was on like like it was on ultra like it was high there def. you go there you go this was yeah. not high def he was no, he was dreaming I mean, but this is 2005 when apparently we don't have lights or good graphics so fair enough so um <laughs> So he goes down to the kitchen, gets gets a glass of milk, and then our our um, our spooky ghost is like looming in um, the shadows. And that scene, everybody everybody growing up, this scene actually genuinely creeped me out because I don't want to really talk about it much because every it still freaks me out. Courtney, every- why do you sign up to be on a horror movie <laughs> podcast every week if you can't handle it? We've been doing this for 147 episodes. I hate myself. Apparently, apparently, I just hate myself. <laughs> so everybody as a kid. I was like, man, I need to go. I need to go get some milk in the middle of the night, and it's always been the most terrifying, hor- like horrible experience. And so that, when he had his back to the the empty kitchen, Ooh. and he's drinking milk, and he walks down the hallway, and he turns around, and there's like this like black fog, like mist that's coming from like inside of the kitchen as it slowly takes over the light at the end of the hallway. That 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 genuinely scared me. Like like that was like, hey, props. That's a really good scene. And then, like, there's, like, a really hard transition where, like, the ghost is at the end of the hallway. And I'm like, all right, this isn't this isn't scary anymore. Like That PT- reminded me of PT. And I was like, <laughs> uh-uh, I'm done. I was so tempted just to close my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, So, yeah, that was really... Um... <laughs> and then he runs upstairs and he dies just like he dies in, in the game. And... Which um, didn't really make sense to me. I couldn't figure out, like, where the chain came from. And then, like, that kind of, like, jarred me out of being scared. Because I was like, this doesn't make sense now. So, so one thing that, that, that I noticed is when this movie came out, all of the fucking advertising was, if you die in the game, you die for real. If you die in the game, you die in real life. That was, like, the tagline that was on all the posters. That was on all the advertising. They never fucking said it in the movie <laughs> i have timestamps of when no they never said it they said so what you're saying is that's right if you die in the game <sighs> okay let's go they never oh finished they never finished the story and i have time i have like timestamps for when they like they go on <laughs> but so uh loomis dies and then it uh cuts to now do it cuts to then he's at like then it's Hutch, Hutch, yeah. right? And he's at work, yeah. And you think he's in trouble, but then his boss just has questions about Silent Hill Four, and he's like, "Why do you think I hired you?" Yeah, and it doesn't um, make any sense. And, and, at, and at that moment, I was like, 
are there only horror games? Because there, like, nobody ever mentions another video game in this movie. It is just horror games. Yes. Um, also, have you never heard of Game Facts? Because you didn't need to hire this guy to like get you through Silent Hill Four. Silent Hill Four is not that hard. And also, like, there's guides online. I'm like, so, no one gets hired to do a different job to give their boss tips for video games. So the, nobody the, yeah, makes money doing that. What I loved, um, what I loved about that is, yeah, like he Hutch is brought into his his boss's office and he's like, sorry about the, the 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 Johnson report. It's just not it's not ready yet. It's not. I don't care about the Johnson report. Why do you think I hired you? <laughs> How do I beat the final boss of Silent Hill Four? And it's like. Oh, okay, and they they start talking about like you oh, have this the, like weird laser blaster or something, you, and I'm like, that does not sound like Silent Hill Four at all. So it's like, yeah, no. like, I got the hyper blaster, and he said I can kill her with it, and they, like they had this back and forth. He's like, oh, here's the trick: you actually like just throw away the hyper blaster, and the boss dies on her own. And I was like, no, what the, what the fuck? So I did some googling. Apparently, apparently there was a secret weapon in Silent Hill One called the hyper blaster. Mm. That you could get by getting the UFO ending from Silent Hill 1. Or if you had the Konami Hyper Blaster, you could plug it into Controller Port 2. And your character would get the Hyper Blaster oh, in the game. no way. But it wasn't in Silent Hill 4. Oh. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> so. Fucking so, noobs. <laughs> so um, they're at the. Um, his boss is like, yeah, you can take tomorrow off. Um, uh you know, just tell me how to beat Silent Hill 4, blah, 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 blah. And then Loomis finds out, or Hutch finds out his best friend Loomis dies. So he gets um, instant, instantaneously, like, it takes like five minutes to get to the funeral. The funeral's, like, the dude's been, the dude's been cold for like 12 hours, and there's already like a funeral going. I mean, it could have been longer than that. That time's not important. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, And then... um, Uh, What I thought was weird with the funeral scene is that, like, that's when... What was the blonde girl's name? Oh, was it Abigail? Know. It was Abigail. Yeah, Abigail. Like, so she's introduced and she just like, like she literally, she has this like Polaroid and she takes a photo from like of Hutch from literally three inches of, in front of his face. And then like five seconds later, he's like, did you just take a picture of me? <laughs> right. Like, but like, it was actually like, he was like, not like, what are you doing? But like, did, like, did, did you take a picture of me? Or did somebody else take a picture? She of was me? so weird. She she was. I thought she was gonna be the antagonist for a while. I thought she was in on it. Um, she was everything that 2006 Shane was into. Well, and then I was. That's funny because I, I was like, who is this? Like, she's so familiar to me, and she was a major character in the OC for a while. (laughs) And I had like a huge crush on her back in the day when the OC was a thing. So that was probably about 2006. I wrote that proto history chip chick is a spiritualist freak. She uses oils and crystals. She go and fuck that corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wrote here a quirky emo girl scene girl with camera, and I'm and I was like, this is everything 2006 Shane wanted. All right. I also we- wrote, you fuckers better cry at my funeral because <laughs> no one was crying. Yeah, she. But that's why she's like, hey, everyone's here crying. Everyone's crying. You're the only one that's just not. So I had to take your picture. And then, and then, so Loomis's sister comes up and starts talking to to Hutch and did, I had a note for this like forced oh here, here we go um uh she comes up to Hutch and like hey my parents wanted you to have this and it's like oh it's your brother Loomis's bag why don't you keep it and she's like oh 
th- those are all the violent video games. Like, I'm not allowed to play those. <laughs> and, like, the big message with this is that, like, video games are violence. Video games are bad. Like, like destroy yeah. all – burn all video games. All right, Jack Thompson is alive. I, mean, and I think, like, she was clearly younger and didn't make the, like, M-rated – you know, they, the the parents just respect the ESRB and the ratings <laughs> that they dictate. And, yeah. uh, you know, by the time she turns 17 and can play those games, there's going to be a whole new set of video games available. So, like, get rid of that old shit. She was, but, like, like when she introduced herself, she's like, oh, Hutch. She's like, oh, character. Never said the name. <laughs> hugged, hugged her. And they has oh, like, oh Loomis's sister. Oh, it's like, oh. And then, and then, like, he's like, oh, this is Abigail. And there was, like, this, like, Two seconds bit of silence, and he's like, okay. And then he goes in for, like, another hug that was really awkward and out of place. And I wrote down, forced hug of sister. They're, they're, they're forcing the fact that everyone is mourning and, and sad and that there's, like, closeness. Like, oh, they were, yeah. re- they were really close to each other because he hugged her twice. <laughs> it was, it was um, yeah, it was, it, was pretty, uh, it was pretty bad. So then Loomis, no, Hutch, Hutch, these names are so idiotic. <laughs> Hutch goes back to... Um, home base, and he means where his- he starts washing out solo cups yeah. for reuse. <laughs> I wrote, is he washing solo cups? Like, can't buy like, real dishes? Wa- like washing plastic dinnerware? Like is nobody <laughs> like no food on them? They were clean <laughs> and like plastic plates. Like, um, oh, we actually missed the best introduction of of my favorite character, Phineas. He, um, because he was in the like was that in the, the cafe or whatever? In the coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. The, I just also want to point out every building in this whole movie was like so dark. I was like, did we not have lights in two thousand six? And I forgot. Yeah, because everything um, was so dark. Yeah, apparently he works at like a, a coffee shop slash like PC gaming lab because there was like this a lot. Oh, of video- that's what that's uh, what they are, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and we meet Phineas, and he is just, like, a meme factory. He's wearing a shirt that just says, like, who farted? Lol. Like, he looks like Jinx. You remember Jinx.com? They're still around, but, like, Jinx.com, like, back in the day. He looks like he owned every single shirt that they that they ever made. Um, and he's like, are you, like, he's like, are you a real gamer? Like, come on. L- Loomis, Loomis died doing what he loved. And we need to, we need to, um, um. Uh, honor him. Honor Let's him. go burn around. Apparently, play, like, hey, you know, hey, Derek, you want to go play a round of Street Fighter? You know, how would you? How would a, a normal human being respond to that? Like, hey, Derek, you want to go play some Street Fighter? Not really. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll go play alone. Uh, hey, let's go burn around. <laughs> let's go burn around. Hey, let's go burn around. So we go back up to to Hutch's um, apartment, and he has a giant poster for Steam Boy. Which was that an anime or was that what was what was Steam Boy? I, I have no. I, I it definitely caught my eye a bunch of times, but I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. It was. Yeah, that was that big. Um, uh, Katsuhiro Otomo. Yeah, that was a <clears throat> a big anime that came out around mm-hmm. that time. Well, and um, then so like in the cafe too, because that's when they kind of were like they open the bag. Like he's like, oh, what's in here? And then there's this like CDR copy of stay alive and they're like i think he was beta testing that or something and then i was like oh yeah like there's so many fucking problems with this like (laughs) like first of all if he's beta testing this like there's probably an nda and he shared it with all his friends and that's probably not allowed he probably deserved to die because of all that and that's why he died he violated his nda (laughs) but then if this like like and i just 
like I've been thinking about it for days at this point. And as for days, like I am zoning out at work because I'm thinking about how little sense this makes. But like, like who? Because because then and I'm getting a little bit ahead of it, ahead of myself. But they're like, oh, we got to go to the developer's house, and then there's nobody there. Like that is a character that doesn't exist. Oh yeah. Did, did Elizabeth yeah. did did Elizabeth develop it herself? How does she know how? Why didn't she like that seems like a lot of work how to just she? kill some people cuz she could just fucking kill them. Like she doesn't need to do it through a video game. Like there's other ways to reach today's youth. Uh <laughs> like like it <laughs> that, just didn't like it youth. just was this huge plot hole because like somebody had to make this game and somebody had to get it out there and then the developers one dude so how do these beta testers actually exist and also that's a lot of work for one dude oh it's just like for that level of game like as shitty as the game was there was a lot for one dude apparently apparently there's like a director's cut with like I read that it's a bu- it's like another subplot and a bunch yeah, more footage you. and like another character and everything so maybe we meet the developer maybe um like so, it just like they just end up in this empty house and then it, it never ex- like it never explains anything but then the house <laughs> is the house from the game and it's like now it's like the game is real but yeah. I, but it wasn't it real in the first place anyways because they were all dying in the same way oh um, so many layers and none of them add up if there's I, if there's a house in the game it's it's a house in real life oh my god so i have a note here um from about the time when they start playing Someone apparently said body karate at one point. Oh, yeah. And I wrote, if Shane starts saying body karate, I want $5 every time he says (laughs) it. Oh, yeah. Um, So Also, um, these guys were super fast at creating characters that look just like them. Yes. I also said, most real scene ever spend 10 hours crafting your character. So so anyway, um, all of the characters go over to Hutch's house. Be like, hey, man, your friend died. Let's play some video games. And um, Frankie Munoz's character... Um, Swink I, or Swinky walks also in. Also, this fucking cast yes. in this movie like just keeps getting like all of a sudden Malcolm in the Middle is there. All of a yeah. sudden, yeah. the guy with the black hat from Westworld's there. Like, Jesus Christ, this cast! Like, so so Swink walks in and he he has like a ten thousand dollar Alienware laptop, yeah. and he's carrying like a tower PC on his back. And, and and most of these other computers do not look like they could run this video game. Yeah, and like no. I, I wrote down, Swinky would die trying to carry that towel on his back. <laughs> like that thing was huge. Um, so they start the game up, and like it freezes on this text, and um, Abigail is like, is like, like is the game frozen? Like, what are we doing? And and um, Phineas goes like, ugh, let's let's uh, enough with this cinematic foreplay. Let's just get started. <laughs> <laughs> Best quote ever. I had a pause movie and laughed, and so. Abigail said, uh, oh, maybe you have to read it. Like, voice neck recognition. That's next generation technology. That's, that's next gen technology. That'll never work. So Hutch starts reading the, the script that's on the screen, and the letters disappear, and Swing's like, whoa, this game is definitely the future. And they read it, and they all apparently have a... Then suddenly all have copies, and everyone's in together. Right. And, and yeah, all of a sudden it's a multiplayer game, even though the guy was... And then, and then I'm like, is this what Left 4 Dead was based on? Because it looks strangely, <laughs> like it strangely reminds me of Left 4 Dead at that point, which didn't come out until several years afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. then um, when they're getting ready to get started, Phineas goes, let's butter this muffin. Um, yes. I loved that. I absolutely loved that. And um, uh, they it tells the history of the, the plantation. And th- I have a, a running counter of every time someone says, we need to stay alive. Um, welcome to the garage plantation where you need to stay alive. And all the characters are, are walking up to 
the the plantation and they're doing they're actually doing like a, a like a, a WAN play like um Hutch's boss is at the office playing the game and he like told yeah. his wife like oh I'm at I'm at work like I'm super busy so I can play this game with you guys and I'm in my office smoking indoors in 2006 because that that's not going to set off some sort of smoke alarm <laughs> um and and I also have another like uh, Abigail or oh no 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 October's like the garage plantation. Oh, I remember that. That was a that was a terrible story that our grandma used to tell us when we were when we were when we were but kids. I feel like that happened like way later because I have a note that it took them so long to figure out that this Elizabeth lady was real, even though that's the plot. And then they talk about the, yes. it like well, they've, they've heard of it this whole time. Well, October goes like that sounds like something grandma would say, and and Phineas goes like enough with this goth chick lit, and yeah. that's also I want to like goth chick lit. That that was amazing. That was amazing. So they start the game, and a instantly they're met with like a spooky ghost that like walks up to the main character nope. and did the most unrealistic thing in video games everywhere. Everyone is sitting there so petrified, like, oh, I don't know what to do. There's a monster coming. Like, I'm holding a gun. Do I pull the trigger? No. No one does everything. And the, the monster's walking up to Hutch, and he turns around like, guys, do something. Like, you're holding a fucking crossbow. Just shoot it. Have you never played a video game before? You see, oh. That's obviously a monster. Let's shoot yeah, it. Yeah, see, because, like, in games like Fatal Frame, though, like, you just take pictures of it. Like, maybe he was looking for his camera or something. He had a... Anyway. Anyway, so he, like, shoots the ghost, and the crossbow makes a shotgun sound. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> that was really jarring. Um, so they... um, it cuts to, like... Someone says, like, this game moves too slow. And it cuts, does a hard cut to them running through uh, a crypt... Um, with like dual wielded nail guns that make yes. like Uzi sounds, and they're like running around shooting hundreds of ghosts, like 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 totally unrealistic. Um, and they run into um the boss it runs into like the torture dungeon. Yeah, so Miller gets split up because he like is lagging behind, so he gets closed out from everyone else. Yeah. Uh, and then. Abigail ends up finding like a secret room yep. with the diary in it, uh, and then Miller like gets in that like torture room, and then all of a sudden he gets like stabbed. Yeah. Um, and even another... though he like just he like has a rose and he like throws it down, and then like seconds later he dies. Yeah, that's one thing that we didn't like get told is that like at the beginning the voiceover is like drop a rose to fend off the ghosts, and they're like, oh, it must be like a safe point, like you can drop a drop a rose and you'll be fine. And then Miller is in the the dungeon, and he drops a rose. He drops like a save point, like a checkpoint. He's like, "I'm all, I'm all out of roses, guys. <laughs> Fuck, what do I do?" Like way overreacting to like, dude, yeah. you just dropped a save point. You're, you're gonna be fine. And then dies. This movie constantly breaks its own rules. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so he he dies. He dies in the game, and funnily enough, he died in real life. Um, shortly thereafter, and um, which I had no idea was <clears throat> coming. Yeah, there was like instantly like a spooky ghost walking around yeah. the lobby of his um <clears throat> the okay. lobby of his his office, and I have well, a note then, here that like, this stuff m- is happening in real in real life and other places too, like for the other characters. Oh yeah, that that happens that happens like la- like later, but oh, um, the um, this movie is what bored soccer moms think video games actually are. Right. Like it's so like it's so bad. Hutch I thought goes, they thought it was like Grand Theft Auto, but just the strip, the just the hooker just parts. Strippers. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so Hutch goes to his office the next morning and Miller's dead. And they're like, he sees Miller's body lying on the table. And he's like, that's exactly how his body was in the game. Whoa. And like, that's yeah. when like, he starts thinking like, if you die in the game. Well, and then like, I have a note cause he's talking to the police that Charlie guy needs to fucking chill because he was ready to book him just because he lives near the fucking office. Yeah. Like, people, well, no. people often like to live near where they work because well, it's really convenient and he was ready to fucking put him in handcuffs at that moment. Well, like, my thing was, like, he was best friends and had talked to someone who had recently been in a triple homicide and then his boss dies. So that's four murders around one person. Like, the way that the police are not taking interest in him bothered me. Well, this this movie was so like rushed and then super slow that uh, I feel like they didn't have enough time to flesh this out. The 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 my favorite character of the movie, the black detective, who is <laughs> all of the stereotypes, sits him down and starts talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, so you were with him last night?" He's like, "No, we were playing a game," and try to explain it, and I'm like, "Oh, is this where a gamer can't explain what a game is to a normie?" <laughs> oh and yeah. Then, and then the and like you said, the other detective was like, "Oh, you live ten minutes away. That's close enough to come out here and kill him and get back." And I wrote wrote down Detective One Hundred and One. Tell your suspect that he's a suspect right away. <laughs> Just let him know ahead of time. Um, and then they go back to the coffee shop, and there's this giant exposition bukkake about talking about like everyone's past and like everyone's future and like like all this stuff and. Finn. Well, and, then, and then the guy, like, I can't remember who it was. Uh, was it Hutch at this point? Oh, no. Who the fuck? I don't, I can't, I can't keep these names straight. <laughs> but, like, he goes on this, like, shitty looking, like, like, apparently Google's not a thing in 2006. Yes! But oh, this website Lycos. that he uses instead is way better because he just has full access to open police cases and crime scene what? photos and everything like that. Like, without even trying, you're looking at all these open cases. That's what I wrote. I wrote, how do I, as a civilian, access death records and crime scene photos for an unsolved triple homicide? Also, that happened, like, days before. Yeah. Also, how am I not a person of interest at this point? Yeah. Um... So actually that happened that happened like right after um they they like Finn, Finn is like I need to play this game and quote you pay respect for gamers by gaming. <laughs> so he starts playing the game against everyone's suggestion. Um he's he's OCD as fuck and he's also Gamergate like personified. And yes. at this point like every time someone had like lit a lighter or like started to smoke or something um, Hutch would have this flashback to obviously like a child Hutch like in a fire a house fire and at this at this point he has like his reaction and it cuts to like this most like obnoxious shot of like the kid like cowering in a corner and there's fire and then it flashes to an, an NES controller that's burning <laughs> yes. that's so you know he was a gamer back <laughs> then too he was a gamer for He's life a gamer for life and then he explains like what happened and I wrote in big bold letters exposition like there was this just this whole like spewing of like, Ugh, you know, my dad thought my mom was cheating on her, and so he burnt the house down, and she died, and like you know, I was I was Loomis's friend, and they saved me, and it was uh, all of this, you know, my dad was a bad guy. He gets out at you know when he's seventy, you know, you know we'll see what happens. Like this whole like it just fell into our laps. And at, at some point around here, I can't remember who it was, but somebody said if you had any less sense, you'd be half a penny. And I thought that was the greatest line I've ever that heard. That was October. That was the She's greatest the line that's ever been written. Fucking 
Because she was like kind of like a hipster chick, goth chick, and then she'd say like the weirdest old timey grandma phrases. Yeah. Um, and then they, um, so everybody splits up, and there's like this weird, like, like weird death montage is like everybody like almost getting killed or like the ghost sneaking up on someone and then like getting caught in a mirror or like um Phineas like working on his car and like instead of like getting run over by a horse and carriage like a truck almost hits him there was this this weird montage um bloody keyboard yeah the weird bloody keyboard and at this point I was like and then there's and then he wipes blood all over his face yeah, yeah. he's like working on shit he doesn't pay attention. Yeah, it was it was so weird. Um, and I, and at this point, I'm like, okay, the movie is like breaking its own rules. Like, oh yeah. If you die in the game, you die for real. Stop playing the game. Well, the game is gonna start playing you. Um, and, and then that's when um, uh, he starts looking up the crime scene photos, and he this is when Hutch says like, okay, look at these pic- look at the crime scene photos of you know my friend Loomis's death was just like his body in the game. And he brings all this evidence to, to the table, brings all this evidence to the table, to all his friends. And he starts explaining it. And, and Swinky says the best quote ever, the best quote ever is like, (laughs) is this, I'll let you say it, Derek. I'll let you say it. This is why I'm missing my G4 Tech TV weekend wrap up. <laughs> this, <laughs> this Saturday morning G4 Tech TV wrap up, weekend wrap up. And I, I love that it wasn't Tech TV. It wasn't you. It was G4 Tech TV when they had that weird merger middle ground. And this is where, where Hutch I goes. I fucking miss Tech TV so much. Yeah. So I actually like there was this great Tech TV archive. It was floating around the, the torrents. Oh, really? And I found it, but it's like super dead. But I'm like, I'm tr- I'm hoping I got it running. I got Is it, it like old screensavers and call for help and stuff. Yeah, it's like 30 uh, gigs worth of like like old standard up stuff. Extended um, play yeah. before it was called X play. Yeah. Um, and at at 36 minutes and 35 seconds, we have the first catchphrase tease where he's like, "If you die in the game, we got to figure this out." Um, <laughs> so then they go. Um, uh oh oh and then uh while he was typing in um oh swinky like started seeing this like weird hallucination and he starts talking about like yo if you play a video game too long you might actually believe you're in the game and like have hallucinations and he like he typed in um he typed in like whatever the, the phrase was and like i counted like how many times they made like a keyboard strike sound to how many letters were in the words he typed way too much <laughs> yeah. like i counted and and that this goes back to the fact that this is what sports soccer moms think video games are like hey if my my son plays mario too long he's gonna want to step on some turtles um so they hey i saw a video from the government the the other week that was talking about how violent video games are so pretty sure it's real which government your government oh yeah my government yeah trustworthy um not my government hashtag okay (laughs) um uh, this movie had a constant use of day night filters that were really really bad um that that was obnoxious. Like you could tell it was like the middle of the afternoon, and they just put like a blue filter in front of the camera. Snapchat. Yeah. Um, and this is when I realized her name was October. I was like, oh wait, her name is fucking October. She is. She is like uh, Finn was my husbando. October is my waifu. Um. So this is um, Finn decides to go for a drive, and it just so happens down a spooky road that looks just like the road to the. Um, 
the uh, uh, the, the yeah the uh, the plantation and the Garouche plantation the Garouche plantation and he sees a uh, a spooky specter is standing in the road and like he slams on his brakes and he's about to hit hit a tree. It's like, oh no, he's running off the road. He's gonna hit a tree in his nice, you know, um, you know, Corvette. Like he had a really nice, like fiber or some some sh- like classic '90s car, and it stops like a foot from the tree. And I'm like, okay, so they didn't have the budget to crash a car. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Fine, fine. He saw a spooky specter, almost crashed his car. Cool, just drive away. He gets out of the car and starts walking down the road and calls his friend and says, "My car just got stuck." No, he said something about his whip. Oh yeah, yeah my, he called it a you, whip. Oh, you, Derek, did you? Did, yeah, you know that like people call like, oh, that's my whip. Yeah, no, I do. Okay, but okay. That's, no I had to clarify. Like, I had to clarify that that's how he talks. Yeah, my my whip got stuck, and I'm like, it got stuck. It, it's it's just on the side of the yeah, road. Like, like I like at that point, I, I'm like, are you too scared to drive, or like, what is the reason you're not getting back in your car right now? Yeah, um, and there was like some really bad jarring ADR at this scene where he's like doing a voiceover off camera. That like does a really bad crossfade into his like on screen, um, yeah. audio, um, and then uh, oh God, man, what happened next? Like, oh yeah, he calls his friends. Everyone comes to get him, and um, but then they, they, they like, realize talking. is that that's when they realize because he gets run down, and then you're like, what the fuck? Like he didn't even play, and then yeah. it sh- and then it just shows like a game over screen, and then at the same time, the friends realize that if you don't play the game, the game plays itself. Game, and then the game plays. And then they, like, rush to him, but it's too late. Yeah. Well, and I wrote down, like, he's out of his car one. Rule number one, he's like, starts talking to the woods and being like, hello? Hello? I'm like, you don't talk to shit. Don't do that. Don't talk to shit. It's not okay. <laughs> and two, don't get out of your car. He he walks down the road and gets run over by a horse and carriage. Um, the police The police show up, and everyone's like, Oh, you're you're at the scene of like another murder, Hutch. You're now you're a suspect. Like you're, you know, you're a crazy suspect. And the shitty at murder det- number five. Just yeah, say, murder number five. Murder number five. Now you're in trouble. Let me just yeah. say, it takes three to be a serial killer, but now number <laughs> five, you're in trouble. Yeah, it, number five, you're gonna get pulled to the side of the road and get and get, and get a stern talking to. If that I was, see you one more a, time, murder number yeah. six, and I'm coming after you. Right? Yeah. Number dead person number six, and you're you're in trouble, Mister. I can only look the other way so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I can only look away five times, and I run out of fingers, and I have to start over. So, but then the, so, and then the other detective to, like just fucking grabs the game and starts playing. He, yeah, he he made yeah. A, he made a character in thirty seconds, and then died in thirty seconds. And at this moment, I realized that these laptops have incredible battery life mm-hmm. because I had never seen one plugged in the in, like throughout the entire duration of the film, which is patently false for alien. And laptops those alienware batteries probably had like thirty minute battery life in the first place. Yeah, I also wrote down here like this was like right before they fig- they this happened. They figured out like oh, we shouldn't let people play this game anymore. I'm like so burn it. Like let's stop the movie here. Just burn everything, and we'll be done with it. Yeah, burn the game. Walk um, away. So oh, that wait. Mr. No Flame is scared of flames. No flames for Hutch. Pussy. <laughs> <Mr. No. laughs> so, um, the 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 the. Did you call detect- him a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm ha- sorry. Ha- how hard was it for you to watch this movie? And he like <laughs> almost died in a fire. He watched his mom die in a fire that his dad lit. 
he watches Nintendo controllers burn in the fire. Yeah. Like, he lost everything. <laughs> and you're <laughs> calling him just, a pussy? He should have burned this disc right then and there. But he was like, oh, I'm scared of fire. No, burn it anyway. Could, well, like, he could have just broke it. Like, I don't know that burning it would do anything <laughs> different well, than no, if he just bent that CD in half. There's bad spirits involved. You burn shit. That's what happens. Bad shit happens. You burn that shit. You walk away. <laughs> I mean, it's there, already installed on the computers, too. You probably don't even need the disc anymore. Burn the computer. Uninstall. Just uninstall. No, Derek, just burn everything and walk away. Start fresh. Pick a new state. Let's go. Whoa, man. Courtney's really into murder and arson. Maybe maybe she's maybe she's the ghost. Maybe she's nope. afraid of horror movies because they awaken something in her. Yeah. Scared, no, they just scared the shit out of me, and I'm not going to be able to sleep. Maybe you scared the shit out of you, and I mean, that makes you realize it. No. <laughs> So the the sh- the shitty. I don't know detective- if you should go on this trip, Shane. Oh uh, no, I probably shouldn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up fucking dead or uninstalled or something. Um. So the best the shitty detective Charlie goes to like a GameStop to get some info on the game, and he meets like the most like. F- the fuck tweet- is with this guy's hair? Like tweet like his hair is like bigger than the dudes from ancient aliens he's like tweaked out he's wearing a shirt he just does a bunch of drugs and plays a bunch of video games yeah and he's super weird and and like he he has a shirt on that just says woot and he's like oh man never heard of stay alive that must be underground what do you got and like just being like super weird and the detective walks out to his truck (laughs) and he's like yeah it must be some sort of underground game like he like he did all this research or something. Yeah. And didn't just talk to the minimum wage employee at this game store. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this game's underground. We need to find it out. And then the ghost is in the backseat of his truck and kills him. We don't get to see, we've You see no murders in this game. That's okay. Or this movie. Like, it was... I'm fine with that. Like, and as soon as that guy dies, um, the entire police force is like, okay, all right, well, maybe maybe now it's time to to, to talk to this Hutch fellow. So they go... They go to his house where October and uh, Swanky are, and I don't know if you've like. Uh, I feel like if the police want to serve a warrant or arrest somebody, they're not going to show up to the house with their sirens blaring from like two miles away. No, like like you hear the cops coming, and then October is like, "Hey, we should go. We should we should probably go." the 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 cops are um, the cops are out. So they find the um, the address for the game developers, and like you said, they go to this 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 house. No, no, no. they go to Loomis's house. Oh, is everyone this... meets at Loomis's house where the murder just occurred like three days ago, four days ago, because you know that shit wouldn't be under observation. And yeah, fucked down. Yeah, so they go, they they go to you're right. They go to Loomis's house, and he's with Abigail, and they're they're getting flirty. And, and was 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 Hutch dating October? Because they were like, no. they were, ki- they kissed at the beginning. And then when, when Abigail showed up, October was like, really like, who's this girl? Like, why would you bring this girl over here? Like, I felt, it yeah. It wasn't clear. Um, so they go to Loomis's house and like, they break in and they see like all the blood um, from like the roommates and they like see the, the noose and the broken banister. And this is where we get more exposition. Um. And then, oh, they, they're posted up at Loomis's house, everybody, and um, Swanky starts playing the game, and he's like, why are you playing the game? He's like, I just, I just got to figure it out. And like, wait, 
where's October? Oh, she's out smoking. And they look in the game and like her character is like walking around outside smoking. And it's like, wait, the game, the game is playing by itself. Oh no. And they, they run out to, um, to see October and she sees a spooky specter in like a house that's under construction and um, runs in to see the ghost. And for some reason in the middle of this house, it's being built. There's a pair of shackles. Like yeah. giant iron shackles. I think the ghosts brought those shackles. Oh, okay, okay. Break rules too. Like they brought the chain for Loomis at the beginning. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, oh, I, I forgot to say up uh, at this point, um, October like did some like digging and found out like oh this person existed and the only way to kill this ghost is to put a nail through her wrist. Through it's like her... the standard like get rid of an evil spirit like head, heart, and something else. Head, heart, and neck, and then and then burn her blood and then the ghost goes away. Um, which is like, oh, fire, no fire, no fire for Hutch, pussy. And I was like, goth girl, come through with the knowledge. Finally, someone doing some actual research. Yeah. Um, and I also and- wrote, rule number zero, don't be alone. <laughs> they should have just used the same website they used to find all those police reports, and they would have, like, had a solution way faster. Right? Go, Yeah, like, just go to Lycos and ghostbusters.com. Uh, I, and this, she sees the ghost, like, standing at the end of, like, this house that's being built. And it looks it looks like a really badly like compressed JPEG that someone just put on the film stock because it, it, it was like it wasn't tracked right. It wasn't like grounded to the like the like the it wasn't boxed to the ground. It was like floating and not like floating like, oh, it's a ghost floating. It's like, OK, that's a really bad edited photo. Do you guys remember the eye spies that they used to have in the early 2000s where, like, you stared at a picture and, like, you're looking for something and like, then all like of a sudden the a books? scary face would pop up? Oh, yes, I do remember on those. On the internet? Mm-hmm. One, I hate those, and if you send them to me, I will do terrible things to your body. Mm. Two, that's what it reminded me of. Like, that's what – every time I saw a ghost in this, that's what it reminded me of was those stupid pop-up screaming things. They were they were called they were actually called screamers back in the they day. They were awful. Um, hate them. So, um, October dies. She gets her throat slit, and then like Hutch runs in and tries to save her. He's covered in her blood. I um, wrote contaminated the crime scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they realize like okay, let's let's go to this game developer's house, and then it turns out to be the house from the. Uh, um, from the game, like you said, Derek, like, does the, did the game make itself? Like, what's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, th- where's this character? Who lives here? Nothing, nothing <laughs> I just, is established. I just feel like there are much easier ways to kill people than to develop and beta test accursed video games. <laughs> yes. Back. Um, I wrote, I still don't trust Blondie. I haven't trusted her from the moment we met her. <laughs> so they were like, okay, we need to figure this out. Um, so they go into the house, uh, Abigail's in the house, Hutch is in the house, and Swinky decides to stay in the van playing on his computer. And he's, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna. I'll just stay here and be safe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the, I'm gonna play the game and find out." And he like, like starts to like starts to play, and then he takes off his gamer gloves and he goes, "Ah, these are gay," and throws them down. And if it, it was so uncomfortable, like I, I feel like 2006 is way later than like that is way after people stop saying that. Like, like no. Like, no, that was the height of like, man, you're gay, you're a fag, you know, all this stuff. Like, that was, that was the, like, I mean, I, I called my friends fags in 2006. I mean. Uh, maybe Canada got wise faster. Canada is ahead of America, let's the, be real. Let's. Mm. I wrote down, why is no <sighs> one using salt circles? Like, 
I would have put a salt circle around that that van that I was chilling in. I would have been a lot happier. I'd be happier with a salt circle right now. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a note here that um, in the game when uh, Swinky's character was running around like from dirt to inside the house, the footstep noise was exactly the same. And I wrote, Tommy Tallarico would be fucking pissed that the, all the footsteps in the house are exactly the same. Because <laughs> if anybody knows Tommy Tallarico, he was super anal about footstep noises in video games. Uh, I'm actually going to Video Games Live next week. Oh, well, Tom, I said hi. He's a great guy. Yeah. So I also um, have here, um, because like the couple split apart, I was like, where's my awkwardly timed make-out love scene? Oh, it did happen. It happened, didn't it? Not, yeah, the, not yeah, there yet. was one. <laughs> Like five minutes later, they awkward. I'm like, oh, here's my awkward kiss scene. Yeah, because apparently, like after you save someone from getting stabbed by a, a ghost, you're like, you okay? Like, you just... well, I mean, there is a scientific, there's a scientific phenomenon where if you put someone in danger, that they're more likely to be attracted to you. That's why dates when you watch scary movies are more likely to score than not. Yo, why horror, did I tell horror, you that? Horror movie night, like tip for you daters dating out there advice. yeah horror movie night is now a dating podcast you guys are welcome so yeah. take your date on rickety bridges scary movies Pull a, put a knife to her throat <laughs> no baby don't do that <laughs> travel if you're canadian travel to america where there's not standardized health care <laughs> <laughs> no baby it's fine we're just gonna go for a little walk on the beach <laughs> but this is this is Sharp's Beach. This is where all the medical waste goes. <laughs> it's okay. Um, s- also, when they walk in the scary house, they're like, hello? Who are you talking to? Why are you drawing attention to yourself? Like, and, and this is where Derek brought up a point. Like, was this the developer's house or was it the ghost house? This house had power and it had, like, stuff in it. There were also <laughs> dolls. And I wrote, fuck dolls. Burn them. Yeah, so Why they, not like, burn they the said whole it, house? They said oh. it was the developer's house, but then it was... Like it turns out, it, it used to address. be her house, and then the graveyard is behind it. It's but then okay. it's also the developer's house now. But there's no apparently he doesn't have any real, really personal belongings because it's just filled with her shit. But then, like, where did the game get developed? I didn't see a computer in there. Fuck dolls. I don't know. Burn the house. Oh, we can't because of Mister Scared of Fire. Just fucking burn down the house. And I mean, he kind of oh, he overcame that fear at the end. I mean. Yeah, two hours later. He eventually he goes he up the tower. could have ended this hours ago. He burns Elizabeth. And then uh, Elizabeth's dead until the copies of the game hit GameStop. So the game, this the ending did not make any sense. It made no so, sense whatsoever. So, like... Um, Why is this first of all, on the, the floor? First the game broke its own rules so many times. And then, for instance, uh, Swink, which is a name that I have a hard time even saying because it's so fucking weird... Swink's character, you saw a game over screen. He got a game over, but you know he's not dead because you don't see him actually dead on screen. So you're like, oh, that that guy's fucking coming back. How? I don't know. But, oh, it's because he fell in the bed of roses. For some reason. But if he felt like, if he fell, why, like, why was the video game different there? Whereas everywhere else, it's like exactly the same. Like, like, just like the house and the, like, that is where it's most accurate is when they're in that area. That house is identical, like right wait, down wait. to the wallpaper. Okay. And he falls into this this garden, and in real life, it's covered in ro- like sh- 
Elizabeth's got to hate roses because they keep stop those roses keep stopping her from killing these people. Get some why are, ready. Why is her garden filled with roses at this there point? Was, there was something in, like at the beginning that goth chick said where she was like, "Oh, of course, a rose with thorns keeps ghosts away." Like it's supposed to be. So like, then, why, like, why does a ghost keep roses at her house? Then, like, hire a guard. <laughs> if you can hire someone to develop a video game for you, you can. You should be able to hire a gardener to make sure there's no <laughs> roses on roses. your property. Well, and then like but fucking Blondie, he when they split up, he gives her a rose to protect her with, and she's sitting there fucking playing. He loves me, he loves me not with it. Bitch, oh yeah, she your... pulled the rose apart, and then guess what happens? The ghost gets her. See, go, like my bitch, perspective on that was that like she was using a little bit of the rose at a time because the no. petals were fading out as she was dropping them. So rather That's than like one works. big rose falling to the ground, it was like a petal at a time. Yeah. I also wrote what no tits when they hauled her upside down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like her shirt fell right up to like the bottom of her. Like bosom. they were taped that way. Yeah. I was just like really. Yeah. Um. So but, yeah. So so oh, but when 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 she was saved originally, it was because Swinky was like guiding him, giving him giving Hutch turn by turns. Like all right, turn here, move through here. As he was play- running through the house, Hutch was like on the phone running through the house, and Swink like dropped like all of his roses. On the top of the staircase in the game, which then affected the real life and made the ghost go away. So that's how they rescued her. And then he got chased out of the van um, and uh, fell into the, the real rose bed when a real ho- horse and carriage chased him down like this alley. Um, the the tower, there was a big tower that had um, Elizabeth's body in it. And it was just perfectly open-air- preserved. Yeah, perfectly preserved. Open air no, nothing. Just just Not a little scary looking. Just a little Not stage okay. makeup. Little stage makeup. Um and then he like nails he does like the ritual where he puts the nails in her, but the ghost has um Abigail hanging upside down, ready to drain her blood. It was all this weird stuff. And then Swinky runs in with his shiny Dell laptop and like shines it in her face and she like melts like overpriced Dells can kill ghosts apparently <laughs> like I don't I don't get it and then it's because it couldn't it, it didn't crack like a mirror earlier. which because mirrors she cracked. hated mirrors and she all the mirrors, mirrors in the house were cracked. cracked so what you're saying is you can't break it like you can't dude you're getting a Dell save yourself from a ghost be good to go well because uh, they were saying Dell like, probably oh, look, paid a lot for that was like metal on one side and it didn't break and so we were fine now and I was like what yeah weird like oh it, the one thing of this game is that you could do so much stuff that was unrealistic. Oh yeah. Like like um Phineas had a mirror and he was like using it to look behind himself and saw the ghost coming and the mirror cracked and he's like, "Wait, I can turn the mirror around because it's made out of some kind of silver and look, oh, I can see in it, but if it was, anybody knows how, if anybody only so they could use the Dell laptop later at the end of the movie. Yeah, if anybody knows how difficult it is to render mirrors in video games, that would not have been a real thing. No. Like that would not have been a real thing. Um so the um, Hutch lights the tower on fire, everything's burning, and then the, the three get away. And the ending is, like you said, Derek, so disjointed. It goes back to the GameStop. But because like, it's like it, she's dead. It's like over. Like it's like all happy. And then whatever that game store is, like they open up, there's a bunch of fucking game informers or whatever, and they're covered with Stay Alive. And the kid opens up a box and it's filled with PS2 copies of Stay Alive. And he pulls one out and he's like, wicked. And then it's, there's like ominous music as he like pops the disc in and, and it starts again. But it's like 
they should be safe. It should just be a game now. The curse has been lifted. But this that's ominous music is making me believe something else entirely. And that's when we go back to the Stay Alive production. Like, yeah, they were ready to run with this. Like, <laughs> so, there was Stay Alive too. But it planned. didn't make any sense because of like how they had defeated her and how it was like, ah, oh, it just. I wrote they burned her, so now it should just be a bad game, right? But it's a really good what game. Platforms is this for? Everything. Because they were playing it on PC, they were playing it on PS something. I was just like real confused and like there wasn't a lot of cross platforming then, was there? There was none. Yeah. I, I love I loved how the the GameStop that was like it looked like a busted ass blockbuster, but there was like I thought it was a like I don't think it was a GameStop, but it was just a no. game store, but it totally reminded GameStop. me of Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. And whenever you were in there, you heard like that like generic canned like open source like uh royalty free like video game noise where it's like <laughs> like arcade noise. Yeah. And like all of these game informers had stay alive on it. There was a big demo and like the camera starts to zoom out and there's this ominous music and then you and, see an, an Unreal Champions poster in the background. And like God knows that game lasted. Like all this whole thing happened within the span of a few days. So that nerdy dude at the game store, like if Stay Alive is on this month's like this month's Game Informer, and if you're about your store's about to get a thousand copies of this game, and you're like you you clearly act like you know a lot about games, you should have heard of this game. You should have yeah. told you gave that cop some bad information when you're like must be underground. I've never heard of it. Except its release date is two days from now, and it's like looks like the biggest release of the year because it's on a thousand copies of Game Informer in your store. Yeah, that. This whole game was just full of like odd inconsistencies. And at one point, did it flash that said there's a hundred million gamers? I, I have this written down, and I think there was like they were flashing stuff at the end that said there's a hundred million gamers in uh, in America. One in four are addicted. I did like, not I, see I, that. I feel I have that written down here, so I don't know maybe where I just saw. wanted to inform the listeners. Yeah, there's a hundred million gamers. One in four are addicted, or maybe That's I watched the, the true killer. Yeah, this video game addiction. Yeah. So, um, on a on a how many how many popcorn salt shakers out of ten would you rate this movie, Derek? <sighs> because that's the rating system we do every week here at Horror Movie Night, and I'm usually so decisive as well. But like, <laughs> I just struggled so much with this movie because there are points when I was like, "This concept is super fucking cool," and then the rest, like, well, <laughs> and I think the concept is super cool, and if done right, it could have been really cool. But the execution was just so terrible, and they created this world that they could not play by its own rules, and the ending was confusing as fuck, and there was so many, like, there was just so many threads that were left, uh, like, like open, like, this fucking game developer, and how did you develop the game with no computer, if this is your house, (laughs) and, like, just so many things from there, um... I, don't I think know. I think we should get the director's cut and revisit this film <laughs> next week. Who's this week on horror we'll, movie night? We'll do it. Um, like we'll do it in eleven months. What do you say? Okay, we yeah. should we should try to like let's try to talk to let's try to talk to the writers and try to try to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, give it a whirl. How so did Courtney, she come back? Yeah. So Derek, how many salt shakers? Popcorn salt shakers out of ten? Uh let's. I would do like a three. Yeah. Courtney, Maybe how many, like one of them fell on the floor, so it's like three and a half. <laughs> Courtney, somehow fi- it gets better when it falls on the floor. Final, final thoughts. Go get nachos. Uh, final thoughts and how many popcorn salt shakers out of ten? Uh, this movie made no sense. It just made me vaguely uncomfortable and insulted the whole time. And uh, 
I would. Did you say assaulted? Because we're talking about in, salt insulted. shakers. Insulted. Oh, insulted. insulted. I mean, that still works. I mean, still on the salt topic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, go on a low sodium diet. I don't know. <laughs> I think that if this. I think Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle did a better job at the if you die in the game you die for real. There you go. It followed its own rules much better. Yeah. Uh, go watch. Go watch. Uh, what's the name of that movie? Sword Art Online. Go watch that instead. Much Dude, better. Dot that's not a horror movie. We don't talk about horror movies. And yeah, Jumanji. That's, I mean, that's, it's, that's an an anime an, it's an anime with, with a similar concept to this movie. Go watch that instead. Yeah. Much so, better. Uh, my final thoughts. It was just, it was, like Derek said, a really good concept. Um, but they just fell flat with so many, so many ways. And it just felt like an avenue to be a product placement for video games. And also to say video games are bad. Like, I, I yeah. would love to see... And the same concept, but like as a horror movie, but well executed. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason why I'm like really like offended like this is I uh, horror movie night listeners may not know that like I'm really into video games. Um, I, I love video games and I've, I've been trying to like start like a video game podcast on the network. Um, but I, um, yeah, it's I always too late at night and people don't show up and yeah. There's always audio yeah. problems. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm really into video games, and this was just not a good representation of, like, what video gamers are. Um, and it, Except for it, that guy with the who, who farted shirt. I think he was, like, pretty much spot on. Yeah. And the, yeah. was that the same guy that was wearing, like, the sun visor inside? No. That was, that was, that was, that was Frankie Swank, Muniz. That, that was Swanky Muniz. Swanky in the middle. Upside yeah. down, backwards visors, so. Like a poker visor. Yeah. Not even... <laughs> This this got this got two popcorn salt shakers out of ten from me mainly because I had to pause it to laugh at sometimes at some of like the terrible things like hey let's butter this muffin or let's burn around or you 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 worship gamers by by gaming pay respect for gamers by gaming um, yeah I had I had to stop to um, to laugh for that but yeah definitely um, not worth your time get the director's cut um, read the book instead so yeah that was. Stay Alive 2006, probably the most accurate video game movie ever created. Um, Derek, what else have you been watching lately? Uh, so this past week, uh, checked out a couple movies in the theater. Um, I saw Unsane, which is a new kind of psychological thriller slash horror e not really horror, actually, uh, but from uh, Steven Soderbergh. Uh, very good very interesting very i got i definitely got side effects vibes from it which was a previous film of his um it follows this character who she ends up getting put into like a like a the psych ward basically um and you kind of follow her it, like it, it, you end up wondering is she crazy or is all of this shit just happening to her or what and it's just like super effective it the whole movie was actually shot just on an iphone and so i feel like oh it, yeah that one yeah yeah so it feels like super raw and like like it, it's really interesting because i watched it the same day as the next movie i watched so i watched unsane walked out of that movie and then went to see the new Pacific Rim movie right afterwards. So it was like this extremely personal, like raw movie that was just shot on an iPhone and where there's like absolute, it doesn't look like there's any effects at any point, basically. And then you see this other movie where half of the movie is just special effects and nothing else on the screen at that time. Uh, so it was an interesting contrast between those two, but I really liked them both actually liked Pacific Rim as well. Um, 
not as much not the plot i thought wasn't as interesting i didn't love the the villain and kind of his motivations were odd but um it's fucking pacific rim giant robots fighting giant monsters and it looks badass and i don't know i think it's a super cool universe and uh i i really enjoyed what they had in this one as well um aside from some wrestling and uh trying to play a couple of video games i'm trying to get more into video games um not really being a gamer watching this gaming themed movie kind of inspired me and so i've been playing a couple of games tried a way out um which is a prison escape co-op game that kind of feels like a movie which is why i thought it could kind of ease me into playing games and i'm really liking that so far my fiance and i played a couple hours of that tonight um yeah that's that's it very cool uh courtney what have you been watching lately um I've been Netflix binging, so I started watching a new series called The Frankenstein Chronicles. Um, it's kind of, it's loosely based on the Frankenstein story, um, but it feels more like a true crime, produced procedural, and it's set in like the early 1900s, late 1800s, so it's totally up my alley. Um, it's got Sean Bean in it, so you know what happens to him. Um it's pretty good. Uh, I binged the first season. I just started the second season. It's a little slow getting into the second season, so I kind of took a break. Um, I've been rewatching two of my favorite anime, um, Seven Deadly Sins, which is mm. based on uh, the Seven Deadly Sins and uh, their fight to kind of clear their name in this uh, fictional kingdom. It's really good. And what's then, your What's your favorite favorite sin? Uh, in real life or in the show? Uh, uh, in real life. I don't Murder. know. Murder. <laughs> uh, um, that's not one of the seven deadly sins. I guess that'd be the sin of wrath if that was a sin. Um, can you guess mine? Uh, Glut- gluttony. No, fuck you. <laughs> Envy? Um, pride. Hello. Lust. No, pride. Lust. Um. <laughs> I, I, I lust for you, Derek. Oh. Um, wait till Comic Con. <laughs> and then I've been rewatching the Maggie Maggie Magi series. It's, re- it's one of my favorites. Ma- Maggie Magi Maggie. So like Mag- Ali G. Like Magfest. It's got uh, my favorite voice actor Matt Mercer in it. He does Sid Bad. I love him. Oh, that one. That one. That, that one. one. Yeah, yeah, you tried to show that to me once. Yeah, it's loosely based on the story of Aladdin, and the story Aladdin. of Sinbad. Aladdin. Um, and then um, I've been binging the pseudo-documentary Round Planet, which I just finished today. It's probably the most hilarious thing ever. Shane, I'm going to make you watch it with me because right I just sit there and giggle. Um, it described the ocean as, quote, death chowder. Death chowder. And crocodiles as, quote, the deadliest handbag on earth. Yo, I got crocodiles <laughs> and alligators all over my shoes, so I can I agree with that. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much what I've been watching this week. Cool. Just binging on some favorites. I, um, uh, this week I've been doing a lot of like YouTube binging, just been like working a lot and just kind of been sick. Been watching a lot of this channel called, um, Mandalore Gaming. He does like retro reviews, but he also like shows you how to like get these old video games working. Um, pretty, pretty fascinating. And I like his take on a lot of stuff that I've played back in the day. Um, I saw the, the Netflix original, um, Blom or Blame movie, 
and it's based off of probably my favorite manga of the same name. And it is is uh it is way different as opposed to like pacing and everything. You 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 run to the same characters, but it's just it's way it's way off and it's a really like it's a that's a kind of a hard story to explain without like spoiling everything. Um, get a hold of the books, read those first, and then see the movie because otherwise you're not going to be doing yourself justice. Um, but it was still a really dope movie. Um, it, it held my held my interest, and I'm actually going to think about starting the Devilman Crybaby series because it is on Netflix as well. And you saw Tomb Raider as well, didn't you? Yeah, I saw Tomb Raider like uh, a while ago. Um, what did you think of Tomb Raider? We haven't had a chance to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tomb Raider was a, a solid seven. Um, it 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 had some like cheesy parts, and it definitely like you saw like certain stuff coming. Um, and without spoiling it, it it skirt it had the the same from the the Tomb Raider games where it's like, could this be real? Could this be supernatural? What's to, what's to explain? How's this happening? Is the myth a legend or the legend is real? Like that was that was. An Aquabat's lyric, uh, Aquaband lyric just now, um, but um, it was it was really good. It had a lot of it had like shot for shot remakes of a lot of scenes from the the game. Um, there was a if this movie if this was like rated R and just a little bit longer. There's a scene where she um, and I'm just gonna like you know I'm waving my hands right now. So when you when I'm, when you see me like wave my hands again, the spoilers are over. Um, but she has to kill kill a guy and it's just really like brutal like fight scene i thought like with like her first kill is that what you're talking about yeah i thought that was a fantastic scene and it like, yeah like the 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 way that it portrayed like her emotion and stuff afterwards i feel like was super powerful yeah um like yeah like yeah i, t- I totally agree with what you're saying like there was scenes that were super cheesy and whatever and then there was like there was some amazing scenes at the same time yeah um, but she she had to like fight this like fight this dude and you know he was obviously like overpowering her and like she would like grab a rock um but the only way she could kill him was like to drown him in like a puddle and like let's hold him down and it was just super powerful like if this movie was rated r it could be a little bit more violent and the scene could have been a little bit longer and i wish that they would have had her like dwell on dwell on it a little bit more because she's just she was sitting there for like 30 seconds like Oh God! Oh God! And then saw like a, like somebody in the shadows, like a spooky specter, and she's like, "Wait, a person!" And then like completely like forgot about the life she just took. And I wish I, I wish if they sat on that a little bit longer, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot more powerful and been like, you know, she's sitting there like there's like blood on her hands and like she didn't take his gun or anything either. She took none of his shit. Just left it there in the puddle. Um, but yeah, the movie was dope. The movie was real, real dope. Um, uh, it did well, and I um, it was a great adaptation of. Uh, the Tomb Raider 2013 game. I series. feel like it was an okay adaptation of Tomb Raider 2013, but I really, I, I quite enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching it. It de- like I barely remember the Angelina Jolie ones, but it kind of made me want to go back and watch them just to see how different they were and how different movies were back in those early, the early 2000s. But um, I think Alicia Vikander was a great choice. Yeah. Um, a lot of interesting stuff in the film. I think the game did the story quite a bit better and. I can't remember that. What what's the what what's the villain? Not the he okay or whatever, but the the guy. What's the guy's name? Do you remember? Oh, in the movie, no. Tobias or something. Mo Matthias, Matthias, Matthias. Yeah. Uh, hit like in the game, he was super creepy and like super interesting, and in the movie, he just felt super generic. 
I thought. Um, mm. But I don't know. I, as as a whole, I had a lot of fun watching the movie. I didn't expect a ton going into it, and I left pleasantly surprised. I felt like he wasn't like a hyper villain because he was just he wasn't there to like destroy the world. He's like, I just want to go home. Like, like I'm like they won't let me go home until I find this shit. Like, just I want to get out of here. And his only motivation was to go home and see his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he got murderized. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else super cool going on? Nah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you guys back here for another episode of the Horror Movie Night, the Horror Movie Night podcast. We'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. April Fools, everybody.